You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Hey, everybody. It's time for American Winer on podcastdetroit.com. How's everybody doing? I am doing great. Gonna bring down the music. There we go. All right. We are all set. My guest tonight. Uh, another old college buddy uh, from the same class as the guy that I had on a couple weeks ago, Mr. Matt Muth, uh, another uh, old old friend from Tracy Morris's poetry class at Eastern Michigan University uh, from 2007, 2006, that area, uh, Mr. John Desjardins. Hello. John, thanks for being here, man. Man, it's pretty wild to be here. It's awesome. Yeah, well, it was cool because I haven't seen you since 2012, <laughs> and uh, and the world did not end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and we're still here. Um, and uh, and yeah, I, th- th- you were living in Ypsilanti, and um, and I, I was hanging out with uh, you and your now wife. Uh, you guys had some get together down there. I remember. And That's how it happens. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, and uh, I I remember walking out and be like ah, I'll see him again and here we are six <laughs> years later and so I'm glad it, I'm glad it happened but but you walked in and I was like ah oh, there he is you know he still exists so good good deal um, I'm alive yeah <laughs> um so yeah I mean yeah uh, just tell us about yourself man because it's your first time on so just give the audience uh, you know tell us your story <laughs> oh, all right uh, well I've been listening to the podcast just to kind of catch up and get knowledgeable and apparently. We're both born in the same state, and I did not know that. I'm from Columbus as well. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Really? I only – it was only like a year or something, and then like we moved to Michigan. Me so too. Like, yeah. Your parents <laughs> took a look around, and they said, I do not want to raise my kid here. Uh, a hard pass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I always kind of like have that – like I like secrets in a way. So it's sort of like I can say that like I'm a Michigander, but I'm like, truthfully, I'm from yeah, yeah. I came into this world in Ohio, but there's lots of people who probably have that secret that you know, we'll never, I didn't know about it. I've known you for you know over a decade, and I just learned that. So there you go. Yeah. Which so going along with with those kinds of like discoveries in a way, like <clears throat> when I first grew up, I guess like I just kept learning more about myself in a weird way. Like my name is John, but actually like my intended name, which is what I use on my my poetry writing because it sounds nicer. As uh, my intended name was Jean Tom, uh. which is very French, and it's named after a French cartoon cat. Um, so uh, yeah, and I didn't real realize that until like a long time ago. Well, why did it change then? Why didn't they go with Jean Tom? Uh, it was one of those things where like. My mom had written it down, but then, like, my dad had the birth certificate for some reason. This is a story that I was told. is basically my dad changed it at the last minute without her consent. Oh, no. So, like, <laughs> I have a middle name that's Thomas, but I, like, never go by it. Like, uh-uh. I, don't even, I don't even recognize it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that makes sense because your last name is Desjardins, which is, if you pronounce that, I imagine the correct pronunciation is something like Desjardins, you know, yeah. And uh, which means garden or something like that, right? Of the garden. Of the garden, yeah. yeah. And so that's that would that, you know, that, what is it again? Jean-Tan? Jean-Tan. Jean-Tan Desjardins. Like, yeah. yeah, that is French as fuck, man. That's, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, uh, so, so, the, um, 
So I, I like in that since it's a named after French cartoon cat, it's cat of the garden. But I some I always like to juxtapose that as uh, cat as to lion and garden as to jungle. So and the, the uh, yeah. basically it becomes king of the jungle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, that's your that's your name. Yeah, <laughs> king of the jungle. My friend King. <laughs> hey. <laughs> um. So, so you were born in Ohio, and then your uh, your your parents, your your mom wanted to name you King of the Jungle, but your dad <laughs> at the last second said, "I'm not. I'm gonna just go with John." Yes. <laughs> yes. Um. We're gonna Americanize this. Uh. But um. So I I never knew that. So when did you move to Michigan? Then I was only like one or two when that <laughs> happened. I've lived in Michigan most of my life. There's only I've I've. On my own, I've jumped to North Carolina uh, for about six months, which was supposed to be like the highlight of my life, but I've uh, messed that up. Uh, was that before or after we met? Oh yeah. man, uh, before. Before I thought I could have yeah. sworn it was. I thought I remember that story. Yeah. Yeah, basically, like moved there to be with my friend. We're gonna write comic books and all this cool stuff. But like, I moved down there with an attachment, and like. Just I, I didn't let it go, and it felt really bad about it, and didn't know who I was. So I came back to kind of like get back, and that didn't end up working out because it was broken in a way, um, or I was broken anyway. So it just like kind of like forced me back into all my old routines and stuff, and I never, I, I kind of almost lost that relationship with my my friend that I moved down with. Um, we never really re. re we kind of talk here and there, but we've never really reconnected. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was like my biggest regret ever. Yeah. Wow. Well, we'll come back to that. But wh- wh- where uh, where did you grow up then? Because you, you said you, you, you lived in Michigan most of your life. Uh, Macomb County. Macomb Township, actually. Okay. So – and back up then, that was like – there was no development then. So that was the country, wasn't <laughs> right, it? Yeah. 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 Uh, my I live with my grandma – uh, single family household at that point with my grandma, though, and um, it was a dirt road actually. Mm-hmm. So I walk to high school in a dirt road sometimes, and it's like if I miss the bus, there was a bus, but like there's about a eighty percent chance that I'd sleep in and then have to run through muddied roads to get to school. <laughs> so you can literally tell your kid, "I had to walk <laughs> right. yes. through the snow to yes. get to school." Yes. Don't mention the sleeping in part, though. Right. <laughs> it was because right. I overslept. But. <laughs> right, right. I had to drive over thousands of potholes. <laughs> I would weep, man, because it'd be like every inch you just – your car would go under. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, no, we still have those. I, you know, I, from where I'm from, we uh, – you know, I, I see those every weekend I, I, when I'm on my way home from my second job. Uh, do they treat you right? My second job or the potholes? <laughs> Either. <laughs> yes, and I don't. I, I mean, the potholes Sometimes. are just. If, if if they pave the road, then or if they pave, if they what is it? Great. If they grate the road, then then it's just great because you can just yeah. literally because you can just yeah. uh, fly down that that yeah. thing and uh, and and get home that much faster. But otherwise, yeah, you're. It's uh, you know, you remember, you remember in Galaxy Quest where they go through the the minefield and the, and the guy's like, is it possible for you to not hit every single one every time I'm going over a pothole filled road? That's what I think. Um, but so anyway, you grew up uh, in Macomb Township, yeah. and uh, and you went when, when now when I met you, 
I was going to Eastern and you were going to Eastern, but you didn't go to Eastern right away, did you? You had done something else, right? I, yeah, I went to Macomb Community College. Mm-hmm. And I, I have a really fond spot for it. It, it didn't do me wrong. but as it is it's like as everything changes i probably it it changed enough to i had to leave Mm -hmm. before i got like to where i probably wouldn't have liked it um but well how did it change like what what do you mean um you know it all all kind of runs around the student centers Mm -hmm. um because like they had like this one building for student center and then they like moved everything into like this huge open wide area. And it just sort of seems like a cafeteria, just like Eastern. The reason I, well, okay. So Oakland was my first choice. Um, that was before when I moved to North Carolina, I was like debating that one first. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love their student center and it's cause it's kind of shorter walls it's kind of close knit and cozy. This is Oakland's Oakland. student center. You're right. Oakland. Okay, yeah. And they have a radio station, and I fell in love with that like immediately. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I ended up choosing Eastern because of their creative writing program, and because I didn't think I was smart enough to be at Oakland University. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, but um, I was going to say because you know Ypsilanti is quite the hall from where you were. Oakland makes a little bit more sense with it being in Rochester. You know, yeah. it's a little bit closer to home. Yeah, yeah. I'd pretend I was a student there, but so like <laughs> uh, Eastern, like I fell in love with their student center, but it closed like the year, the first year I got there, mm-hmm. and I was so devastated because <laughs> it was like the most perfect, like bricked in very like claustrophobic kind of area. So you could kind of like get the feeling of like we're in this together and we're going to have like a communal aspect. And then they built an airport uh, for a student center and like an airport. That's right. <laughs> that, that opened the year that I came there. I remember. So I didn't have any memory of, it. I think it used to be McKenney is where the other yeah, one was. Yeah. And you're right. That was quite the, because it's it's like one wall is just, there's like a two story wall. It's just all glass. You're right. An airport is like a perfect uh, you know, description, descript, description, uh, to of that student center. I didn't have a problem with it, but that's I. I mean, I I don't really have a preference to my student centers. You know, I just <laughs> I just walk through them on my way to class and get Taco Bell or whatever. Yeah. But see, I'm a connoisseur of uh, <laughs> yeah, this sounds like student it. center. <laughs> <laughs> Which is there a college that you you that you just know of that has a great student center that you you didn't go to that you would have liked to or like U of M student center? I don't know anything oh, about God. that. I mean, I, I visited it as like any uh, Eastern student. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so nice, please. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah, Eastern is where they send you when you when U of M says no. <laughs> no, but there's this place down the road that'll probably take you. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, but but that would be hard hard to say. I mean, I, I yeah, I mean, if I had it. I could just go to U of M. I mean, that wouldn't be- <laughs> well, why, why do you think you fixated on the student centers? Like, why was that the criteria or like the main thing you focused on when you were picking a school? All, all I want is friends. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I never achieved that goal, but uh, <laughs> I really wanted friends. And I kind of judge it by that kind of atmosphere. And I had I realized that Eastern was a commuter school <laughs> at the time that I was like, oh, 
they have the creative writing program. Great. That's great. All these wild ideas and no one's ever there. Cool. That's great. <laughs> All right. I messed that one up. Well, because you were living in downtown Ipsy. Yeah. I remember you had that apartment for a long time, didn't you? Yeah. Um, above, uh, just kitty corner above a bar called Stray Cats. Yep. 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 I remember that. Um, owned by the same people that own the VU, I believe. <laughs> uh, but um, the VU was across the street just for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Oh, I know. <laughs> I don't know where the boo is. Uh, but um, uh, so you 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 went to Eastern. You're going to do creative writing. Tell us about that. Like, how, how was your experience with uh with with that uh program? Um, you know it it was exactly as I thought it would be. Well, it's it's usually one of these things where everything nifty happens just as you're leaving. Because mm-hmm. uh, they were just sort of shaping the creative writing program into what it would eventually become, which is very like uh, – they had the experimental part kind of going on, but they didn't have the intellectual part going on. Um, and this is from an idiot speaking. Uh, <laughs> but I just – I just I don't want grades. I want the knowledge and I just want to be in the room mm-hmm. when everyone's talking so that I can kind of absorb it naturally without like having to fear about some – Stupid great. Like I'm just not that kind of person. Uh I don't I don't thrive in those kind of atmospheres just in general. Um but it's just it's just amazing like the kind of like talent they brought in from the teachers who are talking like theory of writing, theory of words, and they're all bringing in like peop like it was mostly out of like my favorite type of poetry is or is language poetry. Mm-hmm. So it's just very like interconnecting words and like switching them around in different ways. Um, and maybe that works best for me because I call my I'm self-diagnosed as a dyslexic person. Mm-hmm. So like words automatically like don't fit together. So it's like I'm like I'll put those together since they don't fit. Right, but that can kind of because you still write poetry, and and I remember the when I first took note of you was, was uh, in the poetry class, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show. And uh, and that can be an interesting, you know, like way. It's like you maybe would see things that you wouldn't otherwise see, you know, the way that the words get mixed up. Uh, or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's horrible. I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> No, it, it is interesting. I it, it does it does hamper you when you're trying to like read things from on at a top level. Like that, you're like, especially if it's very dense, you're like, I, I can't put these words together in a way that makes sense for me unless I like read it line by line and it, but for other people it's just like easygoing mm-hmm. they uh, just blast through it yeah um, and and I'm like I'm a slow writer because of that because I have to kind of like pay attention to the words and I'm sounding them out in my heads um, I'm also sort of like a, a lyrical um, writer too so it's sort of like I'm I'm looking for the the inner rhymes and the outer rhymes and then the slant rhymes to kind of like fit them all together because I'm looking for some sort of rhythm or rhyme to to them so that they kind of connect. Um, so a lot of a lot of what I do doesn't isn't free uh, isn't free writing kind of poetry or mm. something like that. So that's what I do. My poetry is all free writing. It's basically just like diary vomit that's a sense like i'll be like hey i remember this one time when you know this one thing happened i'm gonna write a poem about that and then i just basically tell what happened and there's and every now and then maybe there'll be some pretty line in there but mostly it's just like this happened and then this happened and then this happened and this is how i felt at the end you know uh 
but you know i mean while poetry is poetry it's like what is art you know but at the same time like there to to be able to do the um because i used to write lyrics too and uh that's a completely different you can't just start telling things it's like okay yeah i have to there's this many syllables in this line and this many in this line and then the first word is this rhyme and this you know and it you're right it's a slow process anyway so um but uh so you went to eastern uh and how long were you at eastern then how long I, st- I stayed an extra year, um, yeah, because I didn't know what to do with my life, which which is usually the case of anything. I'm like, well, well I'll just stay. Um, right. Well, plus the recession had happened too, so it was kind of like I might as well ride this out, you know, until the worst is over, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and well, like basically, I didn't have a lot of guidance, or I still don't have a lot of guidance <laughs> towards anything. So it's just like me making. Stupid decisions. <laughs> like, Tell like, us about uh, the stupid decisions. Well, I mean, it's more like I, I probably wouldn't have stayed in college to get all that debt if I had like a guider who'd be like, well, you like writing? Well, just write a book. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. This sounded smart and easy. Yeah. Then I went to college for four years about that. <laughs> and then I went to grad school. Oh, OK. You went to grad school too? I, yeah, it was called a place called Goddard. It's mm-hmm. in uh, Vermont. It's a low residency, which um, for those that don't know, it's um, basically you go there for a week. They you meet with your teacher. They give you a, a homework packet, and you go anywhere you want for like the next for uh, the semester, and then do the work and. You correspond back and forth from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they all work a little bit differently, but that's the general idea. Okay, and you went there right after Eastern things. So now that I now that I've you mentioned, I do remember you taught telling me about that. Yeah, because we hung out like for a good couple years after after Eastern. We yeah. kept in touch. Yeah, I stayed at yeah. I was in the Ipsland area for a little bit while that was going on until you know got married and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then that would have been right around the last time I saw you then because that was 2012, I think, was somewhere in there, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's very hard for me to keep contact with people because I'm not really good with social media, first of all. Uh, and There's nothing I, wrong with that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, well, it's, it's very hard for me to like, catch up with people on that level too because I'm just like – it's out of sight, out of mind sort of right, right. in a way. And then like I was living like – in my like step parents' basement, and I'm like, who am I going to invite there? Yeah. Like you know, like so that's where I was. I was like a, basically a basement troll for four years until we moved into our apartment, and I think that killed the rest of my socialization. Uh, yeah, that four years. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I, I mean, I had trouble. You know, I, I was living with my parents on and off. You know, and and I had uh, you know other things going. I was traveling for a little bit and. And um, and the other thing is, like, you need a reason, you know, like, this, this, that's why I started doing this podcast is because in the past, I started it over a year ago now. And in the past year, I've reconnected with like half of the people that I wanted to, you know, that I, that I keep social media for, right. you know, I hate <laughs> social media. The only reason I keep it is because I want to keep in touch with the people that I, I knew when I was younger, but I don't have a reason to see anymore. You know right. what I mean? But I, I don't want to lose touch with them. So, so here we are. Um, yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, break something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's go break some shit. Oh, that was yeah. your uh, yeah, that was your like your um I'd write that down. Yeah. <laughs> that uh you whenever we would hang out, you would suggest to be like, Yeah man, let's go break some shit. And it was just uh like a sort of um 
You didn't actually. I don't think we've ever broken anything, uh, and, and I'm sure that the if, if the owners of the podcast studio hear that, they're going to be like. Uh, um, but uh, we, um, we, it would just be like a hey, let's go hang out, you know, sort of sort of thing. It was like your catchphrase, I guess. <laughs> I got a few of them. Where did uh, that come from? It's uh, right up here, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> or my inner heart. <laughs> yes. I, I yeah, I, re- I definitely want to be uh, a renegade if if that was ever possible. <laughs> I want to break laws. Uh, okay, so I have like a death. Well, no, not a death. I have a, I have a list of things that. I will probably never get to nowadays, but like one of them was like, um, like okay, I'll start with that one. Uh, I want to. I've never been blackout drunk, mm-hmm. so I want to do that. Oh, okay. And so this could happen at the same time. Is I want to wake up blackout drunk to like a naked woman because uh. that would be fun. Um, and that's just like where my mind goes. Like that would be cool. Like. And other people are like, oh, that's happened to me. I'm like, you jerk. Like, <laughs> well, you could do that tonight if you want. I mean, you're married, so, you know, just just grab. Well, just... Uh, well it has to be a stranger. It oh, has to be like, oh, okay. Yeah. But, I mean, it all has to be consensual. I don't want it to be like some weird thing. You're like, uh, honey, I need you to put on this disguise. <laughs> right. and And I need you to wake up <laughs> naked next to me. I'm going to go get drunk. <laughs> right. Please don't ask any more questions. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> For me. <laughs> um, well, how did you meet your wife then? Because that was uh, right around when we were when we were hanging out, I remember. Yeah. Uh, this is probably like the sweetest story I have, I guess. Um, I live downtown and when you live downtown, you need like a parking pass to have your car there. So I was in the uh, – uh, the Secretary of State or whatever they, they have there. And then um, I was in line. There are these two bros just broing it out. And, you, and, you know, I'm okay with, like, you know, whatever, except, like, just don't be jerks. Mm-hmm. That's like, but they were, you know, there's, like, an old lady in front of them. They're kind of, like, pushing her a little bit so that they could, like, get to the window faster. I'm like, oh, that's not really going to happen, but weird. So I'm like, instead of looking at these two idiots, I, like, just, like, casually look back and, like, there's – a nice looking lady. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna strike up a conversation somehow. And I'm like, I don't do that, but okay. So I was like, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> How about these bros? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> They're awesome. <laughs> uh, and then she was being pretty bratty about her responses. And I'm like, okay, that's fun. <laughs> Uh, yeah, which encapsulates her uh, personality. And like we were, we were having fun. I decided to like let her go ahead of me because being gentlemanly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't get her name. She didn't get my name. Um, <clears throat> and then, as it turns out, later that day or the day after, I was going out with my friend to Corner Brewery, which is a casual bar place. And it turns out she was there. Uh, and she knew my friend. Mm. So, like, she came along and said hello and stuff. And we kind of, like, uh, got I got her number and stuff. And we decided to go out, like, the following week or something. So, and then it just all fell into place from there. Yeah. And it's and the rest is history, as they say. Yes. And now, and now you guys are living in Troy in an apartment. And um, and you have a kid. And, and where, where are you working now? Where is your – what's your day job? I work as um, – I work on on a, I'm like a wiki administrator. So, but it's for 
internal use for our company. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, it's all interesting. Basically, I would say it's like a website thing, but not quite. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. It's working with computers like everyone else, Audio right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. <clears throat> so uh, I'm trying to think of like. Do you remember when we went to Frankenmuth? <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking, like, what can I talk about that we like did together? That yeah, I, remember, right? like, I tried to convince you to climb a snowman, and you were like, this "Yeah, well, that was at Bronner's." <laughs> yeah, and I was like, climb "I'm pretty sure if we, if we, <laughs> I'm pretty sure if we do that, we're not going to be able to go in." So <laughs> maybe on the way out, and then and then we forgot about it. But uh, but um, yeah, I remember we listened to Flyleaf on the way up there, and I thought it was cool because uh. You knew who they were, and yeah. and at that time they weren't quite. I mean, no, they're not huge now, but they they went. There was a period there where Flyleaf was pretty, you know, pretty successful, yeah. and it was before Lacey Mosley left. And I remember you commenting on her voice. You're like, God, this chick. Why does this chick sound like she just got beat up every time she <laughs> sings? And I was like, that's a great observation. <laughs> and, and I remember. So I remember we listened to Flyleaf, and it was snow. It was December. And I remember you met my mom too, because uh, you came over to my parents' house where I was living at the time. And I'm trying to think of when this would. This would have been like 2009, maybe somewhere in there. It wasn't that long after uh, Eastern. And um, yeah, I try to go to Frankenmuth once a year. I I went. I don't think I went last year. I can't remember. But um, but I do try to go every year. You know, just go up to Bronner's and get Bavarian and whatever. Just do the Frankenmuth thing. Now it'll probably include doing something Greta Van Fleet related because. The band Greta Van Fleet is from there. Have you heard of them? Uh, no. They sound just like Led Zeppelin, and oh. they're like blowing the fuck up right now. Wow. But, I'll but write that uh, down. yeah, cool. Yeah, they're from Frankenmuth, and um, but anyway, yeah. So I go up there, and, and yeah, I remember uh, we just walked around Bronner's. You had your old yellow hoodie on. <laughs> I remember that you used to wear all the time, and I had my gray hoodie on that I used to wear all the time. Excuse me, and um. And yeah, I mean, it was pretty much just a standard Frankenmuth trip. I'm trying to think of like something unusual that happened, but really, <laughs> you asking me to climb the snowman was the only thing. I was like, no, man, it's fun to talk about breaking shit, but. <laughs> <laughs> and then you do it, and then you're a legend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I want to live like the rock star life in a way. Like, mm -hmm. I just remember that, like, image that brought about the image of. Um, a Val Kilmer uh, playing the doors and being like just jumping on a car and being like, oh, I'm the Lizard King. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you can, you know, you don't have to be a rock star to do that. You can just do drugs and do that. You, oh. you, you don't have to actually have anything except the drugs in order to have that experience. As far as you'll be concerned, <laughs> you know, everything else will be legit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Writing this down. Drugs. Yeah. <laughs> God, it's. <laughs> Um. So what? I mean, what else is on your list then, man? I mean, like as you said, you had this list of things oh, that you want to do, and like a gun battle, a gun, like a, like a real gun battle. <laughs> I don't know if it has to be real. Uh, <laughs> bonus points if it is. <laughs> I, I guess this is where so like, like laser tag or paintball <laughs> no, or something. Or? None of that. That's just that's kid stuff. <laughs> I mean, I love it, but that's kid stuff. Uh, it would it would have to be like. Like this is why I like do like TV stuff here and there. Is sort of like I could I could write a scene where I'm like in a scene where I'm shooting up something, and then mm -hmm. obviously no one's getting hurt. But like a gun battle happened. Uh huh. 
Yeah. Well, so that's actually something else I wanted to ask. Because you do uh, like comedy, like you do stand up comedy and like improv and stuff like that, don't you? Yeah, I have stepped out of it for a little bit, um, but that's. But I always it's my first first love, and I always come back to it. Right. Yeah. Well, tell us about that. Like, what were the what's the sort of things you've done with that over the years? Uh, I started a stand up show that. I'll probably pick up next month, actually, and it's called, like, Another Random Stand-Up Comedy Show. Uh-huh. Uh, and I just ask people that I've, like, seen or um, I'll just go on Facebook and be like, who wants to, like, do five minutes on public access? You're more than welcome to have, like, five minutes. Um, <clears throat> and where do you do it out of? Where's the studio? It's called CMN TV, and it's it's – Right in Troy, so mm-hmm. it's like pretty close by, um, and they give me like the hour to do it out all in. So uh, I don't, I have like zero um, skills to get like people outside of the comedians to come in. So it's usually kind of awkward for a number of comedians because they're like, "Well, comedians don't laugh at comedians," uh, which mm-hmm. is relatively true. So um, I used to have some friends come and perform as well, but they've kind of like drifted away. They're like. Nah. I don't want to put in the effort. I, uh-huh. I understand. Uh, but um, <clears throat> for me, like, I don't really need an, like, te- technically, I don't need an audience to, like, I'm like, my stuff's funny. Mm-hmm. Like, it could be funnier and I could work out some things, but, like, I don't need an audience. <laughs> <laughs> I just need, like, the space to perform and I'm okay with that. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're doing it alone in a room, that's slightly different, you know. But yeah, you need, there needs to be some sort of recording device or some proof that uh, people are gonna gonna see it, right? Like their theoretical audience, just like this show, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, um, and then we then I, it, it does air on public access, which is that's the boon for them. And then I also record it, so they have their like five minute segment mm. that they can take off with them. So that's sort of like. But I feel like it's my gift, I guess, in a way. It's sort of like you come away with something and you can use it for festivals or something like that. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, so – and then I've I've done like a couple like stand-up mics outside of that because like they're like that's not real comedy because you're not going to clubs and stuff. And right. I, I kind of get that but I kind of don't. Mm-hmm. Not in today's age where like you don't have to be in clubs. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Uh, but, you know, everyone's got their – that's what I'm going to be doing in the future. Just uh, so I mean, that's how you get kind of get money. So like this. Well, what kind of you know. poetry you're writing these days? Because um, it was like I remember the things, the two things that you did were like improv comedy, just comedy, comedy sketch writing or whatever, right. and then poetry were your two things that yeah. that I knew of. So oh man, uh, your poetry writes. Man, I come up with so many ideas. It's just horrible, uh, like wonderfully horrible. Which is, I love, I love to juxtapose words like that, like wonderfully horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Terribly good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oxymoronic. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but so recently, I've I've been doing some, um, and I just posted them to uh within this week is like i did have you heard of the website webtoons i have not no okay i i do like very almost childlike drawings um comic strips and then i put them up on that side that 
I've, I've got a cache now. I'm starting to like actually put them out into the world. What's it called? Uh, web Tunes. Web Tunes. So like Tunes is in cartoons? Yeah, T-O-O-N-S. Webtoons.com? Yeah. Do you have like – is there like a slash or something that people can visit your page at or uh, – I can shoot you the link because it's one of those things. <laughs> OK. I'll, pu- I'll put it on our Facebook page so people can check that out. Cool. And, well, and basically I – on Twitter, I – every morning I write like uh, a fictional day like um, it's wear your sweat socks out of your <laughs> – I've noticed that. Yeah, you do that on Facebook too. It'll be like today is National, you know, d- you know, slam the door day or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I basically like I'm starting to turn those into comic strips so that you can kind uh, of like, like if you can't imagine what I'm like going at, then like the picture will kind of like be like, oh, now I see. That's how you'd slam the door against someone's face, <laughs> like or like whatever. I'd be like. Well, I actually I want to I'm going to I want to go to your Facebook page and, and read some of those now. But before I do that, I have a this is actually a, you're you're witnessing history today, John, <laughs> because you're the first guest that I've had where um I get to read a 60 second commercial um uh and and pay some bills around here. So um so Podcast Detroit does has given me a script for a commercial and I'm going to start reading that uh right now. This is for uh National Credit Card Relief. So here we go. Uh if you can't steam if off to a bad fucking start there, <laughs> shit. Uh, <laughs> try that again. Take two. Uh, if you can't seem to stay ahead of your bills, then this message is for you. How would you like to have a large portion of your credit card debts, medical bills, and department store debt forgiven? National Credit Card Relief would like to give you free information on a proven debt forgiveness program. This program has been used by thousands to legally receive millions in unsecured debt. It is not bankruptcy. It's not consolidation. This special program actually wipes clean a portion of your debt that is forgiven from what you owe your creditors. Call for free information and get all your questions answered in the first free call. The more you owe, the more you save. I'm going to say that again. The more you owe, the more you can save. Got that? The more you owe, the more you can save. National Credit Card Relief. If you have at least ten grand, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, this debt forgiveness program can be very effective. Call for free information and find out more now. And here's the number. Listen up, everybody. 800-218-7170. I'm going to say that like five more times. So, But there is no cost or obligation for this information. Don't wait. Call 800. That's 800-218-7170. Again, that's 800-218-7170. Get your debt problem solved. Call 800-218-7170. Zero today. I'm going to say the number one more time just for the hell of it. 800-218-7170, National Credit Card Relief. Thank you. So there's the commercial. All right. Yeah, I'm going to give that an eight out of ten. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I had to – I had to. Uh, if, if we were recording this and, and you know, if it wasn't live, then, uh, then I would be going in and making cuts to that and putting it together. But I'd say for a first try, that uh, wasn't that bad. Um, eight, cut. Zero. <laughs> I didn't like that zero. Let's start again. Roll it back. Roll it back. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. Oh, that was too quiet. <laughs> but yeah, I, I did notice that you and we and uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk about. I want to read a couple of these uh, national whatever day things. I have noticed them, and and they're actually, some of them are actually pretty funny. And uh, and I just want to share some of them with the audience. If that's cool, if you don't that's mind. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, and then uh, and then I'll ask you what you want to whine about, which is the whole theme <laughs> of the show. So uh, let's see here, John Desjardins. Jean-Tan. 
I'm going to start calling you that now. You should change your Facebook name to that. Uh, oh, yeah, and then you have your in, in other news. That's what it is. Oh, right, yeah. That's what it is. So your most recent one, which is 12 hours ago, in other news, I misread mom-to-mom sale is either cat-to-mom or mom-to-cat sale and totally want that to be a thing. There you go. See? In other news, Congress to declare war on hot lava, most volcanoes, more at 11. <laughs> Uh, in other news, today is learn all of the steps to a proper apology and then quickly forget all but the first one <laughs> day. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Some of them get real. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> How do you come up with these? Like what's your – is it just sort of like any other status or you're just like, oh, I had a thought. I'm going to share it, you know? You know, I kind of work at them sometimes. So like I'll – I kind of yeah I pre- I prep myself to I I have a a mantra in the morning or a routine in the morning where I write down well I've cut it down because I had so many like different things I was writing ideas for so I'm like I write five ideas down for a number of things but one of them is the a days and I'm like uh. okay, well, that one's the best one all right let's go with it kind of like a quantity over quality and then you get the quality from the quantity what's your ultimate goal with those like what do you want to do with them. Uh, I think I'm kind of reaching it with like putting them into this uh, comic strip form and trying to get them syndicated or maybe maybe we'll see we'll see how it goes at least maybe I can sell a calendar of them or something <laughs> I mean, which would be fun uh, and then like I don't know like there's a whole like Patreon thing so like maybe people just read enough of them that they're like this guy is fun sometimes to like read his stuff so I'm gonna like, give him a buck a month to like so. He can toil away endlessly at making these for me. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <clears throat> so on the on the flip side of that, I guess like I always um, I kind of try to pair off like it's sort of like giving back in a ways to my daughter. Uh, like I'm doing all this creative stuff, and it kind of takes time away from us in a way, um, or that's how I feel, even though they may not be true. Um, so I draw pictures for her for her lunch. Like most days, <laughs> I, 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 like theoretically, I should be doing it five. She should be getting a, a picture in there every day of the week, every work week. Um, but that doesn't always happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it comes with a like a short, quick message, like that's sort of like an altruism or like something that's like uh, very positive. Like may may the day bring you joy or something. Uh-huh. Some of them are a little bit more. Uh, intuitive than that. D- does she like those? Does she like? Does she? Does she kind of you know like recognize what you're trying to do for her? Or does she still? She's kind of at the age where she's just sort of like, oh, thanks, Dad. You know, not yet, not yet. <laughs> uh, and, and it's really sweet because she'll she'll ask for them, um, and then um, she helps me color them sometimes. Or I'll, if she sees me coloring, she'll be like, "Can I like hand you the marker for them?" Oh my god, yeah, yeah. she's gonna remember that the rest of her life, man. I guarantee you, she'll like save them. You'll get them back in like a book or something when she's graduated from. <laughs> college you know what i mean yeah. like and then you and then you'll cry but uh, <laughs> yeah. so like one, one of one out of picture out of the week is a comic strip where uh, I, and, and she's the main character um that's cool man that's a cool idea yeah and i, I just started putting those up on webtoons too as like a separate thing are those actual things that she's going to that like it's, it's something that you noticed her doing or is it is it like a fictional uh Type thing. It, it runs the game, and sometimes it's like it kind of captures a moment we had together, and then sometimes it's like she's riding a fairy. You know, <laughs> off, off to battle. That is a really cool idea, man, and like that is something that I could see like actually catching on. It's like this dude. If if think about it, if you heard that on Reddit or what, you should post those on Reddit. 
because like, oh, this guy draws comic strips starring his daughter and puts them in her lunch. Like that's that alone is just a great story right there. You know what I mean? So um, so I would I would highly recommend that. It's a really cool idea. Uh, we'll have to talk about that later soon. Yeah. <laughs> I need a manager is what it is. Like I, I definitely need a manager to help me out because I, I don't have a mentor or anything. So it's just like what do you do with these things? You just – and that's like this. I'm like, well, I don't want them just to be in her lunch. I want to kind of like share them with the world because there are like – I mean they are cute. And mm-hmm. like you might – like there aren't a lot of like kids – well, maybe there. I don't know. Like a lot of kids kind of comic strips. So it's sort of like maybe you'd want to share them with your kid or something. Yeah. Well, I'm sure like somebody – you know, people do that. You know, people have done that or whatever, you know, done a comic strip. But like it doesn't matter because like – no. It's you that's doing it. You know, you're the only one who's done it by you. You know, right, starring absolutely. starring your daughter. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so I would, yeah, dude. I, I mean, if I saw that on Reddit, I'd give it an upvote. Oh, <laughs> um, nice. But, uh, but yeah. So we're at the. Uh, we got about ten minutes left here. So I'm I'm gonna jump to the whining portion of the show. John, uh, what do you want to whine about? Oh man. Uh... And do you have a list? Is that a list? They uh, yeah, there? you know, I like God bless you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I, I um yeah so we'll start with podcast commercial openings okay I just like it, uh, is this is this based on what I just did the, yeah the, actually it is I uh, think that's great I uh-huh. think it's great that you did it in the middle uh-huh. like I'm I'm listening to you and I'm like just chilling out and then you like give it and I'm like you know what I can take that but when you like front load all this garbage in the beginning I'm like gosh I don't want to listen to this. Like it's just. You know, I have noticed that, but you know what, dude? I always just skip over it anyway, and right, I, right. it's always, a, yeah. And then, but then this sort of like takes something away from the whole listening experience. The rhythm of it gets yeah, thrown off. I, have, I like because because then they're like, and I'm this guy, and I'm this guy. So it's like you're getting like a double commercial, like right after each other. And I'm like, well, I don't need to know your name again, and like whatever. <laughs> so it's like you, you skip like five minutes in, and then like maybe you miss a part, so you go back, and then you're like, well, this is still stupid, so you go forward. You. Whatever you lose ten minutes. Yeah, and then, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like all I want to do is hit play. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Well, I thought you know going going in the middle is just like you know I used to take breaks. Uh, we used to have musical breaks <clears throat> halfway through the show, and then I ended up wanting to talk more, so I cut those out. I, I don't think I've done one in in a while. Um, but uh, but now these commercials that the podcast Detroit just started doing these commercials. I was like, well, hell, I'll just do it right at the bottom of the hour, you know, and and, and I can do it the way Bill Burr does it. He doesn't – he's literally reading it. He'll like make little comments about – as he's going about – he'll and he's successful enough that he can be like, well, that's fucking stupid, you know, <laughs> as, as he's reading, right. you know, something for – you know, I think like he advertises for like MeUndies and things like that. But National Credit Card Relief is, uh, is Podcast Detroit's first, uh, first commercial and uh, I hope they're happy with my first reading. Um, job and then you repeated the number a number of times yes i did that was in the script that was actually in the script that many times don't mess this up yeah (laughs) uh who we have hostage (laughs) i feel like i should have it memorized by now but i don't i have the first two it's 800 218 7170 maybe that might be it don't don't that's not part of the commercial drunk one night And then I'm going to be like, I hope I wake up next to a naked woman, (laughs) just like John said. But you did get $10,000 debt free. So uh, so front-loaded podcast commercials. I can see the annoyance with those. Um, Do you have anything else? Um, Parking. Parking. Oh, man. It was a little bit rough getting here. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, – 
people with there's I have the three T's, the three t- whining topics that are the most common: traffic, Trump, and Twitter. Uh, okay. The three things: traffic that fits into traffic. Okay, okay, it's it's go. got it's anything having to do with driving, you know. Uh, but parking, I don't think we've ever talked about really. It's 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 been. Uh, you know what pisses me off, and this is on my list Whoa. actually. <laughs> it's getting real, folks. I, you know what? I hate. I have a. Well, let's I have go a, break some shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen to this. I have a, a cruise. I have a little sedan, and you know what I hate is when I park somewhere, and then on either side of me there are trucks or SUVs or something, and I can't see beyond them. So you slowly creep out, and at any second you're certain that somebody's just going to come and, and take out your rear end. Yeah. Or, or you're going to hear that horn. That happened to me the other day. I was at Imagine Nova, and I was pulling out, and I was look, focusing all my attention on my right because there's this giant-ass silver pickup in my way, and I didn't want anybody to come roaring down the lane. And then all of a sudden, eh, from behind me, I turn around, and then the, the person's looking at you like you're in their way. It's like, dude, like, <laughs> can't you see what I'm dealing with here? So you know, have you experienced that? I don't know what you drive. Oh, but. yeah, yeah. Even even with, a, like, a slightly bigger car, like, that, that's still a problem. You get blindsided by both sides, and you're like – well, Jesus, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. So that's my parking-related whining thing. So thank you for bringing that up. I finally got a chance to use that. <laughs> yeah, like some some reason it's just like I just need to know that there's parking. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I just I don't want to go somewhere and then like have to like park on a street because I'm like a very like nervous, anxious person where I'm like anything could happen and then I don't have a car. Yeah, you know I mean like Hell's Kitchen. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I work in Detroit, and uh, and the uh, the parking lot I use is gated. Um, but uh, I like that's anytime you go downtown, you know, it's like I got I have to look on Google Maps and see where is the nearest parking lot. Where am I going? Is it open? Is it still there? <laughs> right. You know, because crater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's Detroit, so you know, you know, they might be working on something, but. Um, uh, yeah, so that is that is a uh, an issue. Uh, we got about uh, four minutes left, man. It looks like you still got more on the list. So, oh man, I was just running ideas. Uh, oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, man, I don't have any ideas. About- if you don't, that's okay. I thought that was your oh, fucking no. list. Oh, <laughs> I see now you got Reddit circled. So yeah, that is that was that was your notes thing. I keep a little notepad here myself just to. Um, uh, you know, as we go through the show, like if you bring up a topic that I haven't already uh, written down or something, I can be like, oh, yeah, don't forget to mention this. You know, uh, this is a cool way to – in case we run out of time or whatever. So, cool, cool. But, uh, but yeah, man. Um, yeah, well, I guess I guess we'll, we'll wrap it up then. I mean this is this has gone pretty damn well. I mean we've, yeah. I'd, say, I'd say let's not uh, try and extend it and you right, know, we'll I mean, go, go out on top. Yeah, I save the big topics for the next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Parking, that's all right. Well, there is there will be a next time. I, I'll tell you because I do group shows too, and actually Chris Nelson has been on like three oh, nice, times already. Nice. So we need to get you and him in here again, and we'll do a reunion. We'll do a reunion of that fucking tape that we made. Do you remember that? <laughs> this is what we'll. This will be the last story we tell. Do you remember the uh, the tape that we made? Is to like. I don't even remember what class it was for, but it was like a radio Audio thing. Visual something like that. Yeah, we had to. Uh, this was obviously before you were married, but um, we were talking about it was like a dating thing. <laughs> And I remember we were trying to record. We were just sitting in the hallway. And I remember you were on there and I, I was asking you something about like, so tell me about your ideal mate or something like that. And I remember you were clearly just like trying to gather your thoughts. And you're like, well, I just mostly want a really nice girl. <laughs> and then you gave like the creepiest laugh. Like, it was like, <laughs> 
and, and Nelson was there too. And I don't even think we finished the assignment because we were laughing so hard. Uh, do you do you remember that, or is that completely? Uh, uh, he he's making this up. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I deny everything. <laughs> I just oh man, I just thought that was funny. Yeah. Um, but anyway, dude, yeah. So thanks for coming in, and, and like I said, we will definitely have you back. Um, so yeah, and it's good to see you again. Six years. We, we won't be another six yeah. years. We'll try and we'll cut it down to at least three. Uh, no. Oh yeah, can pencil me in just a little bit sooner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so uh, I'm out of here. Um, I will be back on Monday. Uh, this has been Podcast Detroit on. Or this has been fucking a. Uh, this has been American Winer on PodcastDetroit.com. I have to say, I took so long to. I was. I wanted to come up with the freaking sign off. And I would I would ask my guests, do you have any ideas? I, I tried to come up with all these different things, and then finally, the last like four or five times, I just started saying, "Oh, this has been American Winer on PodcastDetroit.com." This that's the first time I've ever fucked it up right there. <laughs> so I read my first commercial and I fucked up my sign off for the first time. So anyway, I'm gonna shut the fuck up now and get out of here. Everybody have a great weekend. This has been American Winer on PodcastDetroit.com.